Hey, what it is, what it do, how it be. This is your man, DJ Dorsey. And I'm Maya Dorsey. And this is another edition of the Dorsey Den Podcast. Now, we got some company uh, by way of Zoom. Um, Brian Hayward, which is actually our ins- our personal insurance agent. Forever. For everything. Watch this score. For everything. Um, he does <laughs> our everything. When I say everything from life insurance to uh, car insurance, homeowner's insurance, uh, landlord insurance, all type DJ of insurance. insurance. Yeah, D- he did some of my DJ insurance. <laughs> he does everything. So um, shout out to Brian Hayward. Say uh, we welcome you. We don't have no fake hand claps. So clap, 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 clap. Yep. So man, this is for me, this is one of my long awaited podcast subjects. Because um, insurance... And economics and finance is something that's real dear to dear to my heart, um, uh, and I don't say where I work either. So don't 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 say that either. <laughs> gotcha. I, I, I keep because gotcha. you know where Academy I work. Like ABC yeah. Academy. You 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 you've done <laughs> right. some business, um, and you've been in my office before. So we we've crossed paths in the, in the right. office space, but because uh, I don't want nothing right. related back to them. Like, oh, this is how you feel? Right. Yep. <laughs> These are my opinions. Um, I, forgot to, I forgot to disclose that at the beginning before we start recording. But no, so what, I'm going to just jump right into it. And one of the biggest things, and I think you'd probably know where I'm going, my first question. Life insurance. Life insurance. Um, Brian, let's be honest. <laughs> this, this is heavy. I'm one who, when I see right. somebody pass away, you know, I'm very sympathetic. I'm very sympathetic when somebody passes away. But what breaks my heart and what makes me catch kind of like an instant attitude is then when I see GoFundMe accounts because they don't have any insurance. Um, t-shirts and chicken dinners. Yeah, t-shirts, chicken dinners. And, and I'm, you can do to raise money, basically. Yeah, anything. And, and I'm not knocking because one part of me, right. and, I, and I'm speaking, I'm speaking... Anybody, whoever this hits, this is who I'm talking to. Let me put it that way. Whoever this right. hits, this is who I'm talking to. And I'm not insensitive to some people might not put that at the top of their list of things to get, like of a necessity. Um, but in my mind, in my mind, and I don't know, I don't, in my mind, it's not that expensive either. Right. <laughs> Especially if you get the younger you get it. So... I think it just pains me because we see this cycle that goes on and on and on that's passed down generation to generation. And and this is where I need some help because I don't understand this part either. I don't know how much, you know, like if, if somebody has a GoFundMe account and they need to raise, let's just say, I don't know what, $15,000 for a funeral. I don't know how much funerals cost. Seven to 10000 Yeah, seven to 10000 Right. And then next, you know, the person that passed away, maybe a lot of their debt rolls over to the next of kin. I don't know how that works, but it just seems like life insurance is one of those things to where, like, if you got that in place, it's supposed to help, if not, take care of all those things. Am I correct? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And no. So, okay. so, 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 so a couple of things, a couple of things. So this is what I always tell people, and I told you this as well. So um, if you have a job, um, majority of the time they're going to offer you a group benefit group life insurance policy mm-hmm. where you can get like a hundred thousand yep. dollars for like five dollars out of your check every other week yep right that's me always mm-hmm. tell people 
That's right. We we want to keep that group group life policy because mm -hmm. it's very inexpensive, and you can never have too much insurance. So we always want to keep that. And then you want to get a personal policy that you own because mm -hmm. if um, you were to pass and you were unemployed or uh, in in job transition, you won't have any coverage. Mm -hmm. So you want to keep the group life policy, and then you also want to have a policy that you own. Mm -hmm. And then there's two types of life insurance. There's a term insurance, which is commonly used for like mortgage and debt, which allows you to buy a lot of life insurance for a little bit of money. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for so life, uh, term insurance would be what you hear on the radio or see on TV where they say, call now. If you're between the ages of 18 and 30, you can get $100,000 worth of insurance for $10 a month. Okay. So the reason why it's so inexpensive is because it's not permanent insurance. Mm -hmm. um, and they, they sell it in intervals where 10, 20, or 30 years. Mm -hmm. um, and then you have whole life insurance. So whole life insurance accumulates cash value. Uh, the interest from your premium is going to double or triple um, over time. And you don't pay any taxes on your gain. So, okay. um, so let's just say you um, had a policy for 10 years and you put into it $10,000, you might have $20,000 worth of cash value. Mm -hmm. So if you just said you didn't want any more life insurance anymore and you canceled a policy, you would get some money back. Or um, if you want to take a loan on your policy, you can. Even though you pay $10,000, you got $20,000 worth of cash value, you can uh, borrow up to 90% of that and it's non-taxable. So the nice. gains are not not taxed okay. versus, you know, if you had an investment, let's just say you had some stocks and you put in 10,000 and now your portfolio is worth 20,000, you have to pay the difference on the 10,000 for taxes. Mm -hmm. With life insurance, you don't pay taxes. It's the after after um uh after tax benefit. So you don't okay. pay any taxes on it. Okay. So it's important I always tell people whether you get a permanent policy or you get a term policy, term policy at least get something that you own mm -hmm. so that you can make changes. So if you get unemployed or something were to happen, um, you're switching jobs, mm -hmm. you have a policy that you own, you can make changes. You can start with a term policy and convert it to a permanent policy. Okay. But it's always good to have, at least start with a term policy. You can at least get that for like $10 a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so let's go back to Help me understand, and, and you just mentioned, you said $10 a month, you know, approximately, right. depending on the person. How right. do, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so I remember one thing that we had to do before, you know, we actually got the, the policy was we had to do like a smoke test, uh, drug right. test, alcohol, like a blood test or something to see like how right. healthy we were. And, you know, there was a series of questions. Right. Now, how, how does that work when... Let's say a person, let's say a person is a uh, smoker and, you know, and I'm talking about okay. like nicotine. Let's say they're a smoker and oh. they've been smoking for years and this comes up in their blood test. How does that affect their policy or does it affect their policy? Uh, yeah, yes, it does affect their policy. Now, depending on the type of policy, that you have, um, if you are, um, uh, they don't hit you as hard if you do like chewing tobacco versus smoking tobacco. Mm. So some policies, you know, differ on that. But the biggest thing is I try to tell people, especially as you get older, everybody has something. Mm -hmm. So 
you know, some, especially when you get older, some kind of health, health issues or, you know, diabetes or you smoke or what have you. So if you do smoke, it's important that you do tell the truth that you do smoke. Because if you lie on any of the questions in the first two years, the insurance company, you know, cannot pay the claim. So if you die before that two-year period, every policy has a two-year contestability period. And then they can go back and look at your autopsy and say, well, you said you didn't smoke, but it says right here, you're a heavy smoker. So it's important oh, that wow. you tell the truth. It's important that you tell the truth. And then two, if you do smoke, you can always stop smoking and then they can come back out and test you and give you a regular rate. Gotcha. So that's what I always tell people, you know, same way with, you know, if you're a little bit... Um, overweight or like if your diabetes is out of control at least go ahead and get the policy you might have to pay a little bit uh, uh more for it but in a year or so you can come back and get tested and then get re-rated if that so, makes sense so would that would that make it be because you're maybe more of a higher risk because and the reason why correct, i ask that correct i know i've even with my job you know we you know i get medical coverage and stuff and there has been emails that will come out. There's like challenges, um, uh, five thousand steps in a day challenge, or oh, yeah. uh, ten thousand steps in a in a, in a week like challenge. A wellness, uh, yeah, committee. it's like a wellness uh, program, yeah. and basically it feels like they're trying to get you healthier, mm-hmm. and then they'll reward you. They'll say, "Hey, we'll put you complete this challenge. We'll put a hundred dollars or five hundred dollars in your HSA." Right. Uh, Correct. You know, stuff like that. So I think it seems like they're trying to take down the risk because maybe even at the group, yeah, at the group insurance, meaning, you know, somebody that's in a company, the more unhealthy people are, the higher the premium is. Correct. 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 So, so if you can, um, and they pay a portion of the premium. Mm -hmm. So overall, if you can get the uh, morbidity down in that group, then you pay less. Uh, as a group for the health insurance. So, mm-hmm. you know, if um, they're taking $200 a week out of your check for health insurance, and then as a, as a whole, the whole organization has better numbers and more healthier, you know, when it's time to, uh, for open enrollment next year, you might only pay $150 mm-hmm. every two weeks. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why they want you to be healthier. And then also too, you know, you're, you're more productive when you're healthier. You, you, you think better, you know, you, yeah. you're able to move a little bit better. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's all type of benefits to being healthy. To, you know, you can maximize. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You about to say something? <laughs> I'm going to change subjects, so keep going. So. Because <laughs> I have, I'm going to, we're going to go down memory lane about insurance. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know where you're going with that. But um, even with, so as an agent. Like I mentioned earlier, people who do the GoFundMe or, you know, when somebody died, they, they looking for raising money to pay for the funeral. In your, in your experience, if you're able to explain, what has, been, what has been some of the reasons that you've heard why people don't invest in their own life insurance? Because I know as an agent, you're going to try to promote, get life insurance, but what's some of the biggest excuses that you hear of why people don't get it? Um, some, some, some people think that they're going to live forever. Um, some people think that, you know, um, um, I, if I die and I leave it to my wife, she's going to spend it on another person or another, her new husband or what have you. I mean, it's a lot of selfish reasons, you know what I mean? (laughs) I mean, but, but, 
and, and then a lot of times, you know, people um, don't feel comfortable telling you their health health history. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and so one of the things I do to uh, alleviate that, I don't ask any health questions. I uh, partner with the company and then they'll call and ask the person the health questions. I don't specifically want to know what's going on with somebody because like I said, everybody has something, whether it be high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes. So, you know, if you're younger, it's, in, it's imperative for you to go ahead and get a policy now and lock yourself in. But as you get older, you know, we, we are going to have some health issues. But I think the biggest thing is, I don't know, maybe people not might not want you to know their, their health history, but, you know, I, I try to uh, partner with the company to ask those questions. I don't want to know. So. Yeah. Yeah, if that makes sense. I'm just the middleman in the sense. I'm just getting you cut. No, but that's smart because that protects. That makes the people trust you. Like, okay, he ain't looking at me sideways because he knows, you know, my business. You know, so it helps to create a a stronger trust with you because they don't feel like they're gonna be judged. Right. Yeah. You was about to say correct, and I and I don't want and I don't want to know. You know what I mean? So whatever, whatever, however you answer those health questions. The insurance company will know what's going on. You'll know what's going on. I won't know. So if something is going on, they'll just say, hey, you know, uh, you quoted her at $40 a month. It might have, it'll be $50. Her levels was a little bit higher. And then I could just tell that person, okay, they're going to send you a whole detailed medical report, go over with your physician. And then, you know, y'all can come up with a plan of action. But I don't even want to know what's going on with anybody, to be totally honest with you. The only thing I ask is, um, who you want your beneficiaries to be and uh, how you want to pay for it. But other, mm. all those other health questions, I don't get into that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So where was you going? Because I know exactly where you're going. So I, I feel like being young, when we got, Terrence and I got married at 23, 24, mm-hmm. we probably been dealing with you that long or at least close to it. Well, right. and let me, and let, me, let me interject. We was actually having, we actually had insurance through somebody else. And remember, we got Brian, and Brian came in. You saved us, and we needed every we needed every penny. Yo, it was one of that we could save at twenty three and twenty four. We went we went with one of the big insurance companies because it was like that's what we seen advertised. And even though you still got us, you still have uh, uh, us with a very reputable insurance company. But I don't know what you did. But you came uh, in and probably slashed our rate, and we was paying probably like I don't know thirty, forty percent less. I was than what like, we was yeah, right. And he was like, no, this, this, it, this the rate. I'm like, nah. And ever since then, we followed you because I think you was actually working for a bigger agency, and then you started your own. Right. So, 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 let me let me explain everything. So, um. In the insurance business, you have what's called um, a, a captive insurance companies. Those are like State Farm, American Family, Allstate, you know, those type of companies. And then you also have, you know, independent companies. And so, you know, a lot of times when you're with a, a State Farm or, or Allstate, um, you know, and they're running all those Super Bowl ads um, yeah. and they're running all those commercials. You're you know, paying for that. So, somebody has a Right. Somebody has to pay for that. And a lot of times, you know, the, the, the insured is the one who has to pay for that. So, you know, what I do is I have access to a number of companies. I have some national carriers. I have some local carriers. I have some regional carriers um, that are best fit your needs. So if you're with a national carrier and let's just say 
um, wildfire in California is just destroying everything, and you live in Ohio, that doesn't have anything to do with you, but since you're with a national carrier and they had to pay out all that stuff in California, you're going to get hit with it in Ohio. So sometimes it's better to, you know, have access to multiple companies where you can just have a regional company that might only uh, insure stuff in the Midwest. So you don't have to worry about wildfires and, and, and hurricanes and things of that nature. So it keeps your rates kind of steady, but. Yeah. So um, you're a broker. Right. Right. Okay. Right. Right. So, so yeah, so I do have some of the bigger companies I have nationwide and all state, and, you know, because we have Erie. Yep, yep. You got Erie. Yep. Erie's yeah. a real good company. And yep, I had never heard of Erie until because we wasn't always with Erie. We was with somebody else and then switched to Erie like eight Will's years ago. Right. Will's American family. Yeah, that's right. Right. But we've been right. with Erie for like 10 years now, eight years. Something like that. Yep. 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 But yep. okay. So for the same reason, Brian. Okay. That he brought up the point of why people don't invest in life insurance. You know, mm-hmm. at 23 and 24, we was struggling, okay? Struggling. To the point our insurance lapsed. This was, gotcha. No, this was in 2000. This was, this was like six, seven years ago. How old is Noah? Eight? Yeah. We so had, about we just seven got, years we ago. Just got, we had just got those cars. Well, we weren't that struggling in, but still. We, what had happened was we <laughs> messing around. <laughs> we was messing around, paying. Maybe it's me. I'm going to put it off on me. I'm going to take responsibility, Brian. It was me. Okay. So I was taking care of the insurance bill as I do now. And I was paying month to month. Just, okay, here go the bill, pay it, whatever. Well, it gets confusing because, you know, if you don't pay on the same day every month or when your billing cycle is due, you mess around and skip the payment because you might have paid on the first and you paid again on the 29th, but then you didn't miss the payment cycle in there thinking you didn't pay for two months. Well, I didn't. And so let me come in. Let me Wait, what you want to come in no, for? No, I'm going to tell the story of what happened. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so... At the, right at the point where she stops, I had an event in Columbus. And it was about, I got done with the event about midnight. I'm driving back home. With the kids. With the kids. I remember back. that. And Ooh, Lord. I remember it. a Ferris wheel falls off the back of a truck. And I'm in a part of the, I'm on I-70 and I'm on a part where there's no streetlights. So as I'm driving, I got my music going. And it was like, I seen something coming toward me. And then it was like, right when I, by the time I seen it, it hit me. Tore the front end of my car up. Thankfully, nobody was on my, because I was in a far, I was in a fast lane. So nobody was on my side. So I was like, and swerved all the way over to the uh, others, you know, other side and then had to brake. And just the front end of my, the front left end of my car was gone. Okay. Great. literally gone okay so i rush out there because he calls like i just got into an accident i rush out there with my confidence you know let before i got confident i'm like are y'all okay you're good you know the kids and we had just back. got the cars a month before yeah brand new cars okay so i'm like y'all good whatever we drive all the way out there we come home they towed the car the tow company tows the car to the dealership 
So, you know, I'm like, we good. They told it. We got coverage. We're good. Come to find out, we not good because we don't have no insurance coverage because you call and break the bad news to us. Like, um, y'all insurance laps. Y'all don't have no insurance. So, like, what? So, my car... We just missed it. Listen, just missed the deadline. So, the car is looking like, I mean upside down frown all day like terrible just terrible this was halloween the night before halloween no this was halloween because halloween a halloween event and i'm like what are we gonna do oh, it was a nightmare on so, my street <laughs> so then you're like <laughs> she, she don't get the reference that, that was a nightmare on elm street no that was a rap song <laughs> oh, see, I didn't who was it. that run dmc right Right, right, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> I ain't get it, but I'm like, okay, Brian, what we gonna do? You like, well, I don't know. Y'all gonna have to pay for it, or and I mean, like, it was like twenty thousand. I mean, it, the car was so up. Okay, it wasn't no. Let's take it to the right. little junk man that's gonna patch it up and fix it and get. No, it needed to be repaired. So I'm devastated. This is the one time that the kids, my son, can tell me that he saw me cry. Because gotcha. I was in the bedroom like, what are we going to do? My God, like, we, how are we going to have this negative equity? Like, you can't get another car when you got that kind right. of negative debt hanging over top of you. Like, what are you going to do? So you and Terrence was talking back and forth. I mean, I was just like, done. You could sell me for a penny. I, it was over. And I think you said you was going to write, maybe Brian suggested to write the insurance company. Something like that. We had to explain why we lapsed. Why it lapsed. Uh, and, and the funny thing that now looking back, Maya's the type that's going to come in and trying to strong arm them to giving us money. I'm like, no, you're going to have to call them and sweet talk them, babe. <laughs> you going to have to, Maya was trying to strong arm them because that's, Maya's like, no, da, 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 we've been great. I'm like, no. We've been, we ain't had no accidents, no incidents, nothing all these years. Right. I'm like, oh my God. And then you wrote the letter. And I was like, they ain't gonna take no dang letter. They don't care about no letter. And so you was like, it can't hurt, Brian. Like, it can't hurt. Just write the letter. Dear sir or madame. I'm like, oh God, okay. Great <laughs> madame of Erie Insurance. I bet your eyes are nice, bright, and beautiful. I'm like, I can't read it. I can't I see. I pray it. your family is well, and your pastor, and your mom, and your dad are blessed and beautiful. <laughs> I'm calling. To, I'm writing to inform you. Like, and when look, you see that informed you, you be like, "Oh God!" Look, I, I'm sweet, <laughs> I'm sweet talking Jones. Um, yeah, I, I I I was like, "Yo, we can't pay for this out of pocket." Like, right. So then, somehow we, you know, I talked to them. You wrote the letter, then you talked to them. Yeah, I wrote the letter, then I talked to them, and then something passed. Some time passed, and Brian Carl was like. They're going to allow, they're going to cover it for y'all. Boy. <laughs> you come shouting. Give him a praise. <laughs> yeah. Boy. I put my track shoes on, went to church just to run. <laughs> Yo, 
hurried up and called the dealership and they're like, um, fix it. <laughs> they said, <laughs> so we just then when they said when they said five hundred dollar deductible was like, oh, we got that. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Matter of fact, we put five twelve in there. Use that twelve dollars to get you some lunch. <laughs> yeah. So um, that that's one of those things to where now through that experience, it come out automatically, don't it, Brian? <laughs> come right on out that account. I ain't even got time to. Think we get about a letter it. in the mail every month or every so many months that says draft coming up on such and such day. I ain't paying no attention. I'd be like, it's in there. Okay. So now, now that's one of those things. I, I heard somebody make a meme or something that said uh, only rich people uh, do uh, automatic drafts. I'm shoot. like, shoot. You done been through some things. You put all your important stuff on automatic drafts. I ain't got to be rich to make an automatic so, draft. So, 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 so check this out. So, so speaking of life insurance, mm-hmm. that's why you can't even get a regular paper bill with life insurance because people have lapsed with their life insurance while they've been in the hospital, on a coma, oh. but nobody paid the insurance. Okay. So I always tell people, especially with life insurance, you want to get that thing auto debited. So if you are in, in, incapacitated and you got some money in your account, it'll keep coming out. That's so, smart. <laughs> so that's why with life insurance, either they do it quarterly, yearly, or have it come out of your account. So at least if they do every quarter, you know, something happens within that quarter, you know, you're covered. But that's why I always tell people you are going to have a direct debit just to be safe. I listen. I just see every all our insurance come out. Yeah, all the insurance come out. And I just see it uh, come out, uh, I think, like the 20. I don't even know when it comes oh, out. Oh, yeah. I just, when I look at my statement, I just see eerie. <laughs> eerie. Came out on this day, and I'm like, listen, done. I don't even play with it no more. That, if that didn't teach me, I don't play with no insurance. Every insurance we have is coming out automatically. I ain't playing with it because I'm like, we could have really been screwed. Like, that would have been horrible. We would still be trying to pay that mug off. Like, it was horrible. And so God blessed us, thank God, to give us a, you know, favor, a chance to be like, okay, fools, I'm going to help you all this time. Don't mess up again. You know. So. And then too, I was working for y'all on on, on the on the other end as well. So you know And and you know what? And that and, and, and that goes to speak to even have a relationship with your agent. Yeah, with people. Um, period. I, I'm I'm one who's a loyalist. Um, if I'm get coming to you for insurance, I'm coming to you for insurance. I'm not right. I'm not even mess with nobody else. Nobody can sweet talk me into getting insurance. They didn't try. I mean, people we know, we'd be like, uh-uh. We would Matter of fact, and when in. they do, and when they do, I'm coming to you to ask you, like, hey. <laughs> um, but or or even when it comes to like real estate needs, I think you should have like a dedicated realtor mm-hmm. or a dedicated right, loan officer. And you just have relationships absolutely. with these people to where it's almost like some people might look at it like I, I'm not a I'm more I'm I try not to be a transactional person. I try to be more of a relationship. Right. You know what I mean? That's good. Like, like That's even, good. even, even with um, uh, Brian, loan officer, right? Mackenzie, Mackenzie. Like, right. I can, I can go to Brian McKenzie and ask him loan officer mortgage questions. You know what I mean? Right. And he's like, right. look, this is what you got to do. Da 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 da. I have a relationship with him, and and usually, some cases. 
that, that's a, I can go to him about mortgage stuff when it comes right. to, um, what else? Um, I think anything with your finances, you should have always have somebody on your quote unquote team. Mm-hmm. So if you got right. insurance questions, you know who to call. If you got mortgage questions, you know who to call. If you got um, uh, 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 retirement questions, you know who to call. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so I do have another question. This is something that's near and dear to my heart. I'm an entrepreneur. You're an entrepreneur. Mine's an entrepreneur. A lot of people that listen to this are probably entrepreneurs. Now, right. I believe in seeking and going after your entrepreneurial endeavors. I believe in that. Absolutely. I also believe in calculated risk. I'm one, as you know, I have my DJ company, but I also still work a full-time job. And a lot of people are like, you're doing so well with your DJ company. Why, why are you still working full-time? And it was a and point. He said his wife. <laughs> no, no. It was a point where we had a conversation about going full-time because I was almost about to go full-time DJ, and then I started thinking the one of the biggest reasons outside of, you know, my family, because I really could have did it if COVID didn't happen, but <laughs> I really could have did right. full-time DJing, but I started thinking about medical coverage, um, you know, all, I re- uh, retirement, stuff like that. And I've heard of cases, I heard of one case in specific where a guy went full-time with his business but he let go of his insurance. He got sick. It made him go bankrupt. You know what I mean? So my question to you is, what are your thoughts about a person that's considering, and I know know you don't deal with medical insurance like that, so to say, but just from an insurance perspective, and all, all type of insurance, a person might try to forego their car insurance, you really, if you got a mortgage, you really can't go without insurance because the mortgage company is going to make sure you have it. But a lot of people is like, they're going to try to cut the f- quote unquote fat and say, I'm going to build up my business. Then I'll get my insurances and stuff. What are your thoughts around that? Well, I, I, I only can, can, can speak on what I did. Mm-hmm. And um, what I did, uh, me and my wife, when I decided to take a plunge to, 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 to go into business, we got as skinny as we could. So when I say as skinny as we could, um, you know, we sold our house, we moved into one of our rental properties. Um, we, that, that mortgage was only like $250 a month. Because uh, we- uh, Is it still available? It, it was- it, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that it was going to take a while to build everything up and I didn't want my family to suffer. So, um, you know, definitely want to keep, make sure we had health insurance, had everything that we needed, but I just kind of went skinny on, you know, we didn't take any trips. Uh, we didn't eat out a lot. Um, had a, had a low mortgage. Um, so I lived beneath my means for a number of years. And then, you know, as things, as I was able to get comfortable, then we kind of, you know, moved back up. But, yeah. you know, that's what I, all that, I, I could just get 
you know, what I did. You know what yeah. I mean? So obviously if you want to go into business and you got a $400,000 mortgage, that might not be a good move. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got a $400,000 house. That might, that might not be a good move. Right. You know what I mean? You still can, but you know, you might want to sell the house or, you know, uh, I don't know, get, get a smaller house or move in mom's garage, uh, basement or something. So you get things rolling. That's the only thing I can speak yeah. to. <laughs> I, I like, right. I like your terminology. You said skinny it up, you know, uh, shave off right. some things. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Right, right. Now I do, and I have one more question. Now, this is probably one of the famous questions. We've heard of people fighting a claim. Mm -hmm. for, I don't know their car. Let's just say they they fender they do a fender bender. Right. File a claim. Either their insurance rate goes up, or their premium goes up, or we've heard of people getting dropped. Right. Correct. Why does that happen? Um, a, a, a couple of different things. So one, one is, is claims frequency. So one of the benefits of having an agent is you can, you should be able to call me and ask me questions. Mm -hmm. I can tell you what's covered. Um, I'm never going to tell you not to file a claim, but I will tell you the benefits of filing a claim and not filing a claim. Mm -hmm. So, you know, basically the, the, the unwritten rule of insurance is especially for the insurance company is we take care of the big stuff. You take care of the little stuff. Mm -hmm. um, they don't want you calling, you know, for a hundred dollars here, $200 here. So let's just say you um, backed into your, um, your mailbox and it's $700 worth of damage to your vehicle. You have a $500 mm -hmm. deductible. So after you pay, after they pay the 500, the insurance company will pay you $200. I will right. recommend you not have a $200 claim on your record mm -hmm. and then also to the insurance company frowns upon that because it might it might cost the insurance company four to five hundred dollars to pay you two hundred dollars because they have to take the call they got to come out there i mean so they really get irritated with that they want to they want to call they want to come out when your whole your your vehicle is total they want to come mm -hmm. out when you need a new the roof big they want to come out when big stuff so, and then they, and then too, also, they're like, well, shoot, if you're going to call me um, for $200, $100, you about to be calling me every other minute. So we, let's go ahead and raise this premium now mm -hmm. because you're going to be calling me every five to 10 minutes. And really, you know, they want to take their time and deal with the people whose house is on fire, who's displaced, the people, you know, you got to put in a hotel, people who, you know, got taken away in the ambulance. They want to spend their time on that. They don't want to, you know, come out to your house and give you a hundred dollar check. They just really don't want to do that. Mm. So basically, well, when they see you making those small claims, they're like, you're going to call us for any and every little thing. So, right. you know, so that's why I try to tell people, talk it over with me first. I can tell you what's covered. Because if you call that 1-800 number, even if it's not covered, it's going to go on your record as a zero pay claim because you called it in. What? So, I didn't know that. Not that I called, but I didn't know that. Yes, yes, because they still took the call and then they can't they can't give you from the one eight hundred claims people, they can't give you claim advice because they're not an agent. So mm. if they once they start going down that road, they gotta actually file a claim for you. So that's why I always tell people, call me, let's talk it over with let's talk it over and see but if what it's claim worthy. Let's get the estimates. Huh? What if you're not available? Well, I mean, obviously, I, 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 I try to tell people like this. I mean, obviously, you know, we want to use, um, you know, a little bit of wisdom. Obviously, if your house is on fire at 3 o'clock in the morning, yes, call you want to call the 1-800 number. 
Mm-hmm. But if it's something that's that can after, wait after you call nine one one, well, after you call nine one one, I mean, it's some stuff you don't need me to, to talk about. But if it's if it's if it's not you know, you know, super duper threatening, and they can wait till the morning, or you can shoot me an email. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk mm-hmm. about it. You know. Mm-hmm. Also, too, you know, if you got hit by somebody and they have insurance. Let's go through their insurance so you don't have to pay a deductible and it doesn't mm-hmm. go on your record. I mean, it's, let's talk about it, if that makes yeah. sense. And, and you know, I mean, I could attest to that. I mean, we both can because there's been times where we thought we should have made a claim for something. We called you. Like right. when I hit them people's mailbox. Remember that? Right, right. Slid off the road, going to get Jay from daycare, running to the people's mailbox, and that man was standing in that window waiting on me to leave. So he's standing up in the window. I walked through the snow up to his house. I called you in the car. You like, okay, give him your information. Tell him to call me. And I'm like, okay. So I guess that took care of his mailbox because it was one of those mailboxes right. outside. Right. And um, I mean, I had his mailbox saved me from hitting the phone po- telephone pole. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I was like, I'll pay for your mailbox because I almost hit this pole. So right. um my car that's when goldie you could have made the pole fall on his house when i'd have been like yep um (laughs) that's about to uh break us (laughs) but but goldie he hated the ultima brian he hated the ultima you know i had the ultima till the wheels fell off okay i had no car payment nothing but goldie had a dent in it forever after that because you was like um yeah, no, we're not. You know, I don't think you should file a claim for that. Can you see what you could do and see if you could fix it yourself? Because it wasn't right. going to be a couple hundred dollars, you know. And you like right. fix it yourself. The car is older, you know. You may not want to put all that right. money. So I mean, that's an example of just like talking to you, and you like, no, this is not a new car. I wouldn't put that right. on your claim, you know, on your claim history. See what else you can do. So now, this one. Oh, we got some stories. Yeah, we, got, we got some stories right. now this is this is one of my burning questions um this might be a little controversial uh but i do want to i do want to ask now what was this about a year and a half ago when we had the tornadoes here here yeah. in Dayton? right so we had yeah. tornadoes here that really yeah that really tore up oh, Trot, man. tore up trotwood man. and it tore it and tore man. up fever it tore up Beaver Creek. Yeah. Now, for for our listeners, Trotwood, and and that that side of Dayton is not Beaver. Beaver Creek is your very well-to-do area. Suburb. Yes, yeah, a very a suburb. Trotwood, and uh, what was it like? Not Riverside, but um, uh, what is it? North North. Um, it's like North Main Street. I don't know what that is. I forget what Dayton. that. Is. Oh, yeah, I'm like yeah. Harrison Township. Harrison Township. Now, it, it's not right. so, it's not your it's not your suburb. Now, I've seen we've been on both sides. Beaver Creek is like f- almost fully rebuilt, and they was tore down. And they was tore down. Yeah, I can go to Trotwood and and Harrison Township, and this was almost two years ago. This is about a year and a half ago, and they're still rebuilding. And I, okay. I, I, I'm questioning like, is this is this affordability of insurance? How come the suburb was able to rebuild so fast and Trywood wasn't? For the inner city. Okay, I'm 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 going to give you a number of answers. So one, um some people 
didn't have insurance, which is unfortunate. And so they have to kind of, you know, take care of the risk themselves. Um, and then you have some, unfortunately, uh, there's another pe uh, group of people where, you know, when that thing happened and that tornado hit and you had contractors, it's a number of people who have taken money and left town and said they were going to do stuff and not do stuff. I heard um, about that. The attorney, the attorney general has indicted a number of people uh, uh, for that. Um, and then also, too, in Trotwood, um, a lot of those houses uh, are brick houses. And so there is a shortage of brick masons now. So if you notice now, a lot of your newer homes, it's hard to, to build a new house right now that's brick all the way through. Mm. Majority of them are going to be, might have Friday. brick faces mm -hmm. in the front, but majority of them are wood. That's a lot of hard work. So a lot of young guys in contracting, they don't want to lift bricks. And, you know, that's a skill. That brick mason is a skill. Really? Okay. So there's only a yeah, yeah. So there's so there's a handful of brick masons. So a lot of tribewood who had also a lot of brand. They had to wait for somebody who's able to to match that brick up, and it took a longer time. That makes sense. You got me. That makes a lot of sense. So, I was like, I was yep, like, yep. Sorry. How how come Beaver Creek is like put back together as if nothing ever happened, and I go over right. here and it's like. It's still so, so that so that so makes Beaver, a lot of sense on many cases. So Beaver Creek has a lot of has a lot of newer homes. So you don't have to wait for a brick mason. You had to wait for somebody, you know, that a brick mason and knew how to do it to get done with that job and then come to your house. So that took a, a while. And then also, you know, unfortunately, a lot of these out of town contractors, they kind of um, focus on the west side to do the scamming. So it's a lot of people who who were scammed out of money, who people contractors, they took money, didn't show back up. It's, and then a lot of people didn't have insurance. So that was pretty much between those things, that three, those three things is the reason why it took a little longer for Trotwood to come back versus Beaver Creek, if that makes sense. That makes a lot so, of sense. So okay, when you say they got scammers, right. I guess I guess so so when I so our house was in Trywood at the time, our old house and our rental, our, yeah. yeah, our rental house, and it did not get affected at all. Touch, right? Um, right. But if it would have, I would have called and said, "Hey, Brian, our house was affected in the tornado. Um, you know, what do we do?" And I'm sure you would say, "Hey, we have to send a, a what's a people call to come out, yeah, insurance adjuster yeah. to come out and assess everything." And then wouldn't you cut a check and do you also give a suggested list of contractors or that's for people to find well, out on their well, own? Well, 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 a couple things. One, yes, the adjuster is going to give them a list of contractors they worked with that they know are good and, and guarantee their work, but they can't tell you who to go through. Okay. So they will give you a list and then you can decide to do that. Um, and, and a lot of times people come in from out of town when something like that happens and they just start knocking on doors and say, hey, can we, we could do this for you. We had, um, anytime they say, you know, we'll keep, you don't have to pay your deductible or blase, blase, skip, that's kind of 
of a red flag right there. Okay. Uh, that's what I was going to ask. Like, what should people be looking for when you have... And what I was telling people during that time, Renee, um, house is livable, and you got some stuff that's like minor to, to medium damage, but it's still livable. You just probably need to just fall back a little bit. Let those the contractors, you know, give people a new roof or a new house, and then wait a little bit. Then hire a contractor because there was so many people that was just knocking on doors, and then they said they could do it, and they was getting the deposit or some of the money, and they just leaving town. So yeah. you know, you got to kind of use some wit- wisdom on that on on that on that front. But I was telling people when that thing happened, that was like the worst tornado in history it was 19 different tornadoes and insurance companies just in Dayton paid out over 500 million it was like the worst tornado in history wow. it was 19 separate tornadoes that hit really? at the same time 19 said it wasn't one big tornado it was 19 mini tornadoes it's like the worst tornado in history went down the record books and you said they paid out 500 million yes over 500 million yes Wow! Wow! I, I I listen. I I had I had an insured who had um um dropped their vehicle off to get a repair at the Dodge dealership. Like the the tornado blew his car like fifteen miles. It, wow. They couldn't find the car for like three months. Whoa! Wow. That's how it was. A whole car, like fifteen miles. Whoa! So imagine you dropping your car off to be fixed and the, the dealership is demolished and your car, you don't even know where your car is. Wow. So how do you pay that? Do you just like cancel out that car yeah, and they, just give them a whole yeah, nother car? Yeah, just give them a whole nother car. Yeah, just give them a whole wow. nother car. Yeah. Wow. So they didn't find it till they start cleaning as they start cleaning up stuff. They found it like <laughs> two or three <laughs> weeks later. It was like 10 wow. miles. Are. You know what I mean? It's crazy. It's wow. crazy. It was like the worst tornado ever. Yeah, that's crazy. And you know, <laughs> just just me personally, hey. I, I remember I was DJing in Beaver Creek. Right. And when I left that night, I had my sunroof open. And usually when I drive home from an event, I drive with nothing on. Like it's pure silence. Right. So I got my sunroof open. I just seen a lot of lightning. It wasn't raining, it was very windy. And my mom called me and was like, where you at? And I'm like, I'm on 675 driving home. And she was like, are you in the basement? And I'm like, no, I'm in the car. She was like, boy, you need to hurry up and get home. I didn't know what was going on, B. Like, I didn't get the warning on my phone. And the crazy thing is the tornado tore up the whole street, right up the street from where I was at. Wow. I, ma- I made it home and was untouched. But the area where we live, the tornadoes didn't hit, but right. I was there right before the tornadoes hit. And it, I was like, if I would have still been there DJing, who knows what could have happened to me. But I'm at home in the bed asleep. I didn't know right. what happened to the next day. I had no idea. Right. I didn't hear nothing. I didn't, nobody said nothing. I didn't know anything. So when I seen it, because maybe before I went to bed, they probably said, uh, what they say, like ter- tornado watch or whatever but you know it doesn't happen like that here so it's not like it's something to be like oh lord because it don't uh, it's never really i've been here 20 years it's never happened listen, never so like i'm it. like i'm going to listen, bed listen 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 
listen, I, I, during that time, I was probably working 12 hour days just trying to help people. Mm-hmm. I have one one lady I do insurance for. So she said she said it felt like a they ran a, like a train ran through her house, and she was so scared that she she ran out of the uh, out of the um, the the closet after you know the roof was coming off and was running downstairs to her basement. She tore her meniscus, but she oh, didn't wow. she didn't she didn't she had to get knee surgery and everything, but she didn't feel it. Mm. Uh, until like a couple hours after the tornado because she was so certain couple ligaments up in her knee trying to get from her um closet to the basement. That's how scared she was. It was like it's crazy. Yeah, and the adrenaline was flowing. You know, you scared scared as all could get out and then it's like you finally sit down and your adrenaline calm down. It's like, oh my God, I'm in pain. Wow. Right. That's crazy. Right, it's crazy, 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 crazy. So. I got one other question: children and life insurance. Why is it important to get life insurance on your children? Because the idea, you know, I don't think we had life insurance right away on them, did we? No. Because it's just like they're babies, so you know, you don't get need to get life insurance because they're babies. <laughs> I mean, eventually we have. The, 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 the biggest reason to get life insurance for them while they're, while they're younger, obviously you want to get them protected if something were to happen. But most importantly, once you can get them as a rider on your policy, and it's like $5 a month on the parents is, you can cover them on your policy till they're like 21 or 22. Mm-hmm. But let's just say, you know, when they get 15, they have like a severe heart condition or something like that where they can't get insurance. Since they are already covered under your policy, you can write, uh, they can get their own policy and they're guaranteed insured because they already were insured at a younger age. So that's the biggest thing because, you know, some sometimes things happen, you know, like that at 16 or 17, but if they already have, they already covered, you can write a million dollar policy for them and they have to issue it and pay it because they were guaranteed insured under your policy or if they had their own policy. So I always tell people for the $5, you can have 10 kids and cover them for $5 on your policy for $10,000 each. It's always good to have that child rider on on the parent's policy. And I I can attest to that because we have a child policy. And um, right. we're still not paying a whole lot of money. No, right. <laughs> right. Our, right. Both of our kids are covered, and we're still, like, not paying a whole lot of money. And when I say, like, a whole – we're not paying, like, a whole lot of money, all four of us – and I'll just drop it out there. We're paying, like, $52 a month. Not for all four of us. Yeah. On what? Life insurance. Not with Brian. Yeah, we are. Brian, we pay $52 a month. You pay, like – I pay like twenty five. You pay like twenty five or twenty six or something like that. I think it's. I think y'all might pay like a hundred. Okay. Might pay 100. <laughs> Brian, 
<laughs> I'm like, Brian yeah, yeah, cut yeah, you yeah, a deal. Yeah, look, listen, listen. I oh, no, that's your business out there. But y'all did ask some other, y'all did ask some other. Hello? That's right. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I'm like, right. Brian, Brian, you over here giving discounts to parents. No, because no, I ain't paying that. We just converted a part of our right. life insurance to permanent. To right. permanent. That's right. permanent. But before we did that, we was only paying like 50, but now because we converted right. to like a par- right. partial right. part of it. I forgot about right. that. Brian, you see how right. I was looking like, what, what you paying? Because that ain't coming out of my kit. My I, forgot. I forgot about that. <laughs> cool. Well, man, this is one of the things where I can kind of talk about it. We finally did it. Yeah, we finally did it. You know, I had a, I had a, I had a little bit of a debate where somebody was like, T, you've been living on a green side for too long. And I'm like, no, I just, I just put my priorities in the direct, in the right place. And I, and I feel just even from being a black person, a lot of people say, well, white people got an advantage and yada, yada, yada. I'm not one who uses that as a crutch to say, you know, they're ahead of us. It's like, look, if they're ahead of us, I'm going to find out what they're doing and I'm going to mock it. For the, for the benefit of my family, because right, right, I think absolutely. I think there are people who has gotten an inheritance because of life insurance, and absolutely. maybe and maybe a, a course of other things, you know, some real estate and they was able right. to sell it or whatever. But there might be somebody who had a life insurance policy that they inherited fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, two hundred, you know, just whatever the amount might be, and then that sets them up for future generations. Right. You know, right. I mean? Absolutely. So uh, I, I just believe like to me, it's a priority because God forbid, but if something was to happen to me, I know my family is going to be covered. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? And then also too, it's, it's all about what you value. So, you know, um, I mean, if you just save two, three dollars a day, you can buy, you can buy some insurance, life insurance or what have you. So, I mean, you know, some people, they, they eat, you know, McDonald's every day. They spend fifteen, twenty dollars a day on McDonald's. I mean, shit. If you cut some of that down, you know. And if <laughs> you you're doing that, some, if you're doing that daily, that's, that if you do, if you spend that type of money daily on right. food, you can get a life insurance policy. If you just cut one day out, yeah. Cut one day out, yeah. Cut cut one day out. So I mean, it's I mean, and you can get a plan that's tailored to you. So I mean, what I tell people. Let's try to get something that's doable. I don't want you to be insurance poor where you got, you're spending so much on insurance, you can't take your kids and get some ice cream. So let's get a plan that, that works for you. And then as time goes on, we can tweak it and we can add stuff and we can subtract stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know, let's, let's get something in place. Yeah, absolutely. But we've been there. I mean, like, Brian, we can tell stories forever over yeah, the last been there. decade <laughs> but and you a know, half. You know, if, 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 I was, if I was to talk to a young person, same thing that somebody told me, like, even when I first started my career, uh, like, as far as retirement, they was like, look, just put away $20 a month. That's in retirement. And then, and then the younger you are, and the, the more, obviously, in most cases, the healthier you're going to be. And if right. anything, and this is just me, I'm not an insurance agent, but I tell people, look, if at the, very, if at the bare minimum, just get enough to bury yourself. Right. I mean, is that something you would tell somebody? Absolutely. Absolutely. Just Absolutely. get enough Absolutely. to bury yourself. So but if you was to pass away, you're not it's a not a, you're, you're not a burden to the rest of your family to where, you know, you got your whole table cover as a uh, rest in peace, Christopher. Like, you know, people got the whole T-shirt. <laughs> they got the bandanas. 
They got the napkins. Everything is like right. they picture. Hey, rest in, I thought you was talking about like Jesus. He said rest in peace, Christopher. Babe, you crazy. I just got it. Sorry. <laughs> that usually happens. She, she catches it later. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, so anywho. You may uh, say boo boo or bam bam. You said Christopher. I'm like, Christopher. Who, who that? <laughs> that little row row. Little, <laughs> little Mike Mike. <laughs> little man man. Okay. Yeah, so. But man. Brian Hayward, really appreciate it, What's man. Your, where can they reach you, Brian? Uh, the easiest way to reach me is go to my website, www.haywardgroupllc.com. H-E-Y-W-A-R-D group, G-R-O-U-P-L-C.com. It has a, uh, you can just give me, you know, shoot me an email, shoot me a message, and uh, I'm always here to help. Brian and you're in Atlanta, you're in Dayton, you're in Westchester, and you are where else? Columbus. Columbus. He's expanding. Brian, you broke up just a little bit. Say that website one more time. All right. www.haywardgroupllc.com. A-T-Y-W-A-R-D groupllc.com. Boom. I want to make sure they get it. He hooks us He's up. Our guy. He does all of our insurance. When I say all of our insurance, he does all of our insurance. For our parents, too. And he saved us a lot of money. Yep. And he, we didn't even have to switch to Geico. Ha! Ha! Absolutely. Yep. Well, I am DJ Dorsey. And I'm Maya Dorsey. And this is another edition of the Dorsey Den Podcast. Until next time, my friends. Peace.